Daniel House, I believe, is getting the headset put on by Madeline. Daniel, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. And nice to meet you. I'm David, by the way. We have yet to meet because of this crazy COVID thing. Oh, nice to meet you. So too, I was going to say hi to you before the game yesterday and <laughs> the other day, and I should have now. Uh -huh. But anyway, we'll meet one of these days soon, hopefully. Yes, we uh, will. Uh, how do you feel about your, your kind of short, your various stints here in Utah and how things are working out? Man, I love it here, man. Uh, the organization and the, and the fans and, and the people of Utah has just been so great and so generous towards me. You know, they've been very helpful when I need it and uh, very supportive and, and, and encouraging me to just shoot for the stars and, and, and progress while, you, while my tenure here. You were in Houston for a long time. That guy with an excessive amount of facial hair got you a <laughs> lot of open looks. Do you feel as though you can get those same looks in this system? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We play the right way here. Uh, the ball is, has a point five mentality. Is either you got a shot or create a shot or get to the layup or drive and kick it to the next person. Um, it's an experienced team. It's a it's a veteran team, a, a playoff team. So of course everything is 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 a bigger picture in mind that that we want to raise hardwood hardwood at the end of the year. You made a comment during one of your ten day stints that like this team has a chance to be great. What was it that you saw during that period? Uh, man, everything, man. Defensive intangibles, offensive intangibles, um, the camaraderie, uh, the energy that they have we have amongst one another. That that. That's what made me want to come here, and, and that's that's key to chemistry. That's gonna that's gonna come into effect later on in the playoffs. Camaraderie, that's funny. I don't seem to read that anywhere. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, it's great to have you here. I hope you continue to enjoy it, and uh, great game tonight. And uh, I don't know who you're shooting at every time, but as long as you take a lot of those, we'll be happy with it. Oh, me too. Bow arrow. Legalist. I'm just shooting shooting the three for the celebration for the team. All right, I love it. Well, we hope you got a lot of those. A lot of those bows and a lot of those arrows while you're here. Thanks for the time. I look forward to meeting you in person. All right, thank you. Thank you. 135-101, Jazz win it tonight. What do you think, Ron Boone? I want to know how many rim shots. By the Rockets? Yes. Why, Ron Boone? Well, we had three seven-footers on the floor. I mean, not The Rockets, who shoot 40% of their shots at three at the rim, Shot 26 of their 86, 83 shots at the rim, which if I do some quick math off the top of my head, 26 out of 83 would be 31% of their shots at the rim instead of 41% of their shots at the I rim. I like it. That's a huge, huge change. Tim Lakovic, Scott, do you think this guy's like watched the game for like 50 plus years or something? Like. <laughs> I would like the rim percentage, sir. Like, oh, yes, sir. We'll have that with your play mignon. Um, well, you said rim shot. I thought you was going for the draw. You know, I, thought, told I the thought that was his reaction to my comment in that interview. I just made right there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was my rim shot of the night since I'm a little tired. How about a, all the people old, in the uh, broken narrative? How about all the people in the arena with headphones? Yeah, there were like three. We learned that tonight. There were three more than I, uh, than I thought there were. That's old school right there. I know. And it paid off. It's good for them. I might just do that all the time with my tickets. There you I go. I forget to give them away. Hey, uh, great question, David, to, uh, to Daniel House there about uh, open shots, getting those in Houston, whether or not he's going to get the same ones here. And he said his answer I thought was interesting. We played the right way. Well, that was a good answer. Yep. And, I, and I think that varies, guys, from team to team. And, Tim, you can probably chime in on, on this as well. So the right way for... BYU and their style and their system would be different than the right way for another team, you think? 
or so I'm, what I'm reading from House's comments is that they play the right way that fits his what he the way he likes to play or yeah. their system. Yeah, I think the way that the Jazz shoot threes, you know, is a comparable thing to what he was used to. The way they get them is a little different. You know, there's not a lot of isolation. It's more movement, player movement. But what I'm really starting to see is guys getting really comfortable. Boyan was great tonight, penetration wise, driving guys and getting spots. Um, David, I thought it was pretty insightful the way you talked about the number of dribbles a guy usually can have. And I think Boyan's starting to be able to get back to being able to do more of that. Um, but but I just thought generally, and you guys made the, the comment about Clarkson. I thought Clarkson, I thought his shot selections has drastically improved over the last couple weeks too. It's funny. You bring up Boyan there, and I was looking at his numbers today, and uh, he was just he was under five attempts at the rim. I mean, trying to drive to the rim last year. He's close to six this year, so he, he's, he's increased that dribble drive, trying to get layups and, and scoring in the paint more so than what he was last year. So it, it's, it's, I think it's really helping his game. Uh, on the Clarkson front, I, I don't, you know, who knows what the story is, but I do know Jordan's really close with Jeff Watkinson. And Jeff Watkinson, for some health reasons, was not able to join the team early in the year, and he's been back with the team. And if you just look to me the way Jordan is, the, the comment people make about the Jeff Watkinson relationship with Jordan Clarkson is that he calms him. That Jeff just kind of calms him. And I would say Jordan is playing a calmer game than he used to. Right? Slowed like him I, down, maybe? Yeah, like yeah. I just, like, I feel like there was just... There was Not a, as frenetic, yeah. Yeah, like, and... And, and what, it was really forced there for a while and almost negatively disruptive, to be perfectly honest. Now it's like, and then the real one is that the next thing for Jordan, and he did it tonight and he's begun to do it, is that when Jordan gets in the lane, if you don't bring a second guy to him, he's going to score, right? Right. So you bring a second guy to him, the lob should be open every time. Because yeah. the second guy that's coming is coming off Rudy Doka or Whiteside. Yeah. And he, he's capable. And Conley, I like that Conley made, uh, made a lob tonight. He did. The only shot he made all night was a lob. <laughs> but sometimes that's, that's the way it goes. I'm sure he's going to get a laugh at that. But that was a terribly thrown lob there as well. But, but 10 assists, you got to love that too. Yeah. I mean, so many good things he did. But overall, great performance. I thought the guys were tuned in, locked in, did a great job of, uh, of executing the game plan. And... You know, it was a way different result this time than last time. Uh, minor tip of the hat to the coaching staff for kind of creative use of the three centers tonight. Like, I just keep them engaged, show your respect. At some point, you're not going to be able to do that anymore, but you think you made your statement to Doke, right? You've played well enough. We're going to give you one more night, but when Rudy, when Rudy gets back up to 35 minutes, we're, we're going to play one center, not th- or two centers, not three, but... I thought that was a nice little gesture right there. Those are the things that hold a team together for 82 games, don't it? Absolutely. White side with 15 rebounds and 18 18 minutes. We're all in love with the way Doke's doing stuff and having these, you know, fun dunks and all this Mm -hmm. stuff he's doing because we thought he – the white side who has – came out of COVID and was really bad. And you know what? I'll tell you what. I've been – I said this on the air a lot, and and there's – and for the – I have nobody left to follow on this, but I'm telling you (laughs) – Guys came out of COVID in this league for the last four months and were awful. Universally, across the board, awful. And I know, David, you're, you've said this, 
But I think Whiteside was probably the only one that I heard a player say something about it. That, you know, coming out of COVID. But I don't know. You know how many players in COVID protocols today? How many? Zero. First time since October 3rd. Okay. Oh, hey, hey, hey. That's okay. great news. It's good news. Great I, news. I always said my, you know, I was always, I'm a little bit of the, you know, overreactor. So I always kind of go to my wife and be like, the NBA is a precursor of what's coming. The NBA is a precursor of what's coming. We test. We know beforehand. So I went to her today. I'm like, the NBA is a precursor of what's coming. Nobody has COVID. Let's hope that's true. Keep it going. Yep. All right, guys. Thank you as always. See ya. 135 to 101 your final jazz win. We're breaking it down next on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz game night post game show here on the Jazz Radio Network. Jake Scott, Coach Tim Lacombe. Jazz have now won six consecutive games, 135 to 101. Over the Houston Rockets and Coach Lacombe, offensive show tonight. They just poured it on a little bit of a lull there in the third quarter, but for the most part, Jazz offensively were terrific. Donovan Mitchell leading the way. 30 points, 7 assists, 6 rebounds for Donovan. Bogdanovich added 22. Rudy Gobert in his return had 14.7 boards, uh, 2 assists, and a block shot. Coming in off the bench, Pascal had 12. Clarkson had 16. Whiteside with 11. Azubuki with 10. And uh, the Jazz did uh, what kind of you suspected in the pregame they would do to the Rockets tonight. A lot of points. A lot of points. <laughs> We're in the roast beef tonight. The yeah, the roast <laughs> the roast beef was about, and we about knew that in the third quarter, I mean, you know, for all intents and purposes. But, yeah, it was it was a great performance by the Jazz I think connected, right? That's the word we're looking for. And so many numbers across the page that, that speak to the way they were connected tonight. Probably none more than 34 assists. Pretty How about awesome. That? Pretty awesome number. Uh, we mentioned uh, looking good for the roast beef this season when the Utah Jazz score 111 or more points in a game. Jazz app users score a free classic Arby's roast beef sandwich the very next day. Download the Utah Jazz app, turn on notifications, and visit utahjazz.com score big to learn more. 27 and 5 on the season uh, during 28 and 5, excuse me. Wow. Roaster Adamas <laughs> strikes again. It's quite the run you're on. I don't on. know. I think I like your laugh in that better the, than the anything. chuckle. I was like, oh, that's clever. Timmy. Well, Roaster Adamas, such a great nickname and, and just apt because uh, you're pretty good at predicting that. Although tonight, probably not one of your more difficult predictions. Didn't stew over this one <laughs> too much. No. Uh, for the uh, the Rockets, Kenny Martin Jr. led the way. He had 16 points. Eric Gordon with 14. Uh, yeah, you take that from Eric Gordon. Notorious, uh, tough player against the Utah Jazz. And uh, the Jazz did a did a nice job defensively as they continue to to play well on that end of the floor as well. I just thought their hustle was great too. Um, you know, a lot of loose balls. A game where they end up with six steals, um, but it was a game that they were able to get out and run a little bit. So many things that, you know, each guy did really well, but collectively it was just a very well-played team game, you know, that I think nobody tried to do too much. Everybody played within their rhythm and, um, you know, played well. With that, we will say good night to our network stations. Our next broadcast coming your way on Wednesday night. The Jazz will be in L.A. to take on the Lakers. That game will tip off at 8 o'clock. For those of you sticking around with us, we've got post-game sound for you coming up next. Your final Jazz win. They beat the Rockets 135-101 to right here on the Jazz Radio Network. 
and shoot three. Pow! The clock is at zero, and another Utah Jazz game is in the books. This is the Jazz Post Game Show. Ingles underhand scoop to Conley. Back out to Joe. Fires the three. Presented by Mark Miller Subaru. Donovan skies and hammers. Now with the recap of tonight's game, here's Jake Scott and Tim LaCole. Jazz game night post game show on the Jazz Radio Network. Jake Scott, Coach Tim Lacombe, with you. Post game is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, the uh, featuring the My Subaru is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your Subaru story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share at markmillersubaru.com. Your final Jazz win, 135 to 101 over the Houston Rockets. Let's get a look at your points in the paint. Brought to you by Serta Pro Painters. Call 1-800-GO-SERTA. Visit SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. Serta Pro Painters, proven and trusted experts in painting. Tonight, the Jazz outscore the Rockets in the paint, 56 to 42. You got to love that. The threes were falling, and, and they were doing a great job of um, penetrating. If they didn't get stopped, getting all the way to the rim, and then we saw a good number of rolls and lops. So they had a little bit of everything working tonight. Probably a, a good thing, too, because it's not like, I mean, I, I think Christian Wood is a fine player, but it's not like uh, the, the Rockets have a whole lot of rim protection there. So it was probably a good night to do that damage. Yes. Yeah, there, there's no doubt. There, there really is no one over there that's got experience really yet stepping up and, and protecting the rim. Wood's a good player, but that's not his forte. That's not his game. All right, let's get uh, post-game sound going. Let's go down to the media room. It's time to hear from Jazz head coach Quinn Snyder. You know, I, I thought he was a little tired early. Um, you know, watching clips from our previous game against these guys or previous couple, there were times when, you know, he's just getting in the habit of running again, which is, I think, to be expected when you've been out for a little bit. Um but, you know, he he did the things that, you know, that he does for us. Um, I thought, um, you know, there was one play in particular where there's a timeout, a play that we run for him um, where he got the ball and was able to find somebody and kick out when he didn't have it, which I think is, is, is important. It's emblematic of what our team has been doing. You know, Mike has doesn't have a good shooting night, but has 10 assists. I think Donovan, his balance, you know, and Rudy, every, everybody's, I think, playing the right way and connected, and Rudy Rudy got into that as well. It's good to have him back. Um, freshness has been really apparent over the last few games. Is that something you can do by like playing a little bit of a deeper rotation, like you tonight down the season to get everyone a little separate? We're going to – you guys are going to have to help me with our rotations because I don't know how – I guess we could play 11 guys um, or 12 guys. Uh, guys on the bench came off the bench and played really well. Um, so I think Donovan's freshness, as much as anything, um, has to do with the fact that he, when he was out, um, I think watching for him helped him kind of value every possession. And um, he's actually doing more things. You'd, you'd think he would not be as fresh because of the way he's playing the game. I think he's more focused when he doesn't have the ball, the space, he's getting more catch and shoot threes. 
you know, the defense has been something um, that's important. And, you know, you, you, the larger question is, yeah, I mean, to the extent that, you know, Mike played 23 minutes, I don't think we had Donovan at 31, 32, roughly, you know, played the most on our team. Obviously we were ahead, um, but it's something, you know, when house came in and, had 20 against Memphis and played great defense. Um, we've got some guys that I think are, they have confidence in one another. Um, and that allows you to do what we did tonight. And uh, I thought JC was really efficient. You know, so our bench guys, um, you know, Doke and Hassan feeding off each other, I think has been good for us. That happened while Rudy was out where um, those guys, I think did some good things. So, you know, we'll keep doing what we're doing. You know, we're, we're playing well, and uh, I would have liked to see us kind of push it a little further in the third quarter. I thought we got a little bit – we were trading with them, and, uh, you know, kind of our offense didn't help our defense as much, but um, we have a lot of guys that are contributing right now, and that's a good thing. There aren't many minutes time, you know, and Mike delivers the ball well, but yeah, I, I think it's it's really important for our whole team to know that you you have the ability to impact the game even if you're not scoring, and it's it's easy to get caught up in, in scoring as you know the, the sole contribution to the game. You know, obviously. Everybody wants to make shots, but it's, it's when it's not going down, you know, what can you do um, to help your team win? You know, I think, and Mike's play tonight, you know, sh showed that. He, a couple times tonight, he, he, uh, he was almost overly aggressive and he, he, um, I think that competitiveness comes out. I'll take that any day of the week, you know, to, to try to notch it down. Um, but, you know, I think we talked about it before, his energy, um, you know, his ability. To, the first game he played, he had a broken finger, you know, in, up in Toronto. And we needed him to play, and he played. Um, and then I mentioned the Memphis game. There's just – there's some things that, you know, it's, it's sometimes it's not that complicated, particularly knowing who you're playing with. If you can sprint the floor, you impact the game, and you end up with a, an open three. But for him, you know, defensively, um, for him to be able to guard, you know, guys of – different sizes you get switched on to a point guard you know stand front you know guard a screening action off the ball you know defend pick and roll on the ball against your matchup um so some things there that i think um you know a lot of guys are doing that you know trent's been doing that and i think those those things help our team you know that that's a great way to get keep guys fresh you know when you go in the game and um, the bench comes in and defends um, I think that kind of lifts everybody's level, you know. All right, there you go. Jazz head coach Quinn Snyder with some words about uh, his bench defense, Daniel House, uh, and uh, the things he can step up and, and do for the team. Nice words from Quinn Snyder right there. Yeah, he was, you know, he's got to be pleased right now with where the guys are. You know, felt like maybe they, they let the the Rockets have a little bit of a run. And as a coach, you, you know, you want to dominate every quarter, so certainly stuff, you know, in his mind still to work on, but a lot of great things, you know, it's a good problem to have, to have too many guys to play and not enough spots. I've been on the other end of that, I can promise you. 
when you're trying to invent guys. Um, so it's great to have that issue. But, yeah, I think, you know, the, the piece that he talked about really struck me was the, you know, so much of what is made of the guys that score. You know, there's so many other ways to impact the game. And, and I think that that's a message these guys understand or doing a good job with. So um, enjoyed that from Coach. Well, Mike Conley only had to play 23 minutes tonight. Had 10 assists, and, yeah, he didn't shoot the ball great. Two points, uh, one of eight shooting, and that one he made accidentally. But still had a big impact on the game. But uh, I think to Coach's point, other guys are playing well enough that they don't need necessarily to press the issue there. Talked about how Donovan Mitchell led the the team uh, in minutes tonight, which is 32 minutes, which is a great it's a great sign for a team because they can go out there and get a win over a team they're supposed to, and they don't have to overextend their guys. And another great sign, man, is this Jordan Clarkson's a plus 25. I mean that that stretch in January. Um, you know, I swear every time I looked, Jordan was was negative uh, in plus minus, and, and it was it was getting tough for him. You know, to try to so it's nice to see two things really kind of him shore up his game, kind of tighten it up again, and, and then just seeing shots go in for him. He shot only five threes tonight, but he made three of them. So it's great to see that from Jordan. All right, post game is brought to you by our friends of Mark Miller Subaru and the My Subaru Is campaign, featuring real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse, and each has a unique story to share. Read some and share your own at mysubaruis.com. Your final, the Jazz beat the Rockets tonight, one thirty-five to one hundred one. We'll have post uh, more post game sound for you coming up next, right here on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz game night post game show, Jazz Radio Network. Jake Scott, coach Tim Lacombe, 135 to 101 is your final. Jazz get a win over the Houston Rockets tonight. Post game is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, featuring the My Subaru Is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your Subaru story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share. MarkMillerSubaru.com. Uh, let's get the master of the glass tonight. Brought to you by our friends at Safe Light Auto Glass, a local vehicle glass expert here for another great year of basketball. I'm proud to be the preferred auto glass partner of the Utah Jazz. Safe Light Auto Glass is also proud to present this year's Master of the Glass Rebound program. At the end of the regular season, Safe Light will donate $5 to a charitable organization for each rebound secured by this year's team rebound leader. Tonight's Master of the Glass is Son Whiteside. 14 total boards, seven defensive, seven offensive rebounds to go along with his 11 points and three block shots. So Hassan continues to dominate the glass. Just 18 minutes, by the way, of play, 14 boards. Man, he's really effective on the offensive glass. You know, whether he, a lot of times he actually rebounds his own miss or, um, you know, he's he's tipping balls out a lot. He, he's got a great knack for that. So, he and Rudy both had seven defensive rebounds, but that's where Hassan said, I'm going to get seven more offensive. And I tonight, Mr. Gobert, will be the master of the glass. How about that? We'll see uh, when Rudy gets back to playing his full uh, load of minutes. Rudy yeah, only exactly. had 22 tonight. Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, but you, you got to take it while you can. I, you know what? I thought Rudy until, of course, he was ejected. Um <clears throat> <laughs> Interestingly enough, I, I thought Rudy looked good. I mean, he looked like he was moving well out there. And Rudy had just had enough of Shangun holding on to him all night long, and I think it just came together in one nice forearm to the midsection. Well, and that that got him his second tee, and see you later. Not that we make a, a real habit of mentioning referees, but was it Jenna Schroeder? Was that yes. her name tonight? She no, she did no relation to Ricky. No. 
She did have a bit of a short fuse. She kind of did. She did. She, she wanted to get in of, the mix a little she bit. She did have a bit of a short fuse tonight, and uh, Rudy was excused. Bojan got one that he didn't feel like. He did. You know, he's like, typically I whine and I don't. They don't whack me that quick. Well, speaking of Boyan, let's go back down to the media room. It's time to hear from Boyan Bogdanovich. Boyan, I literally just asked the uh, refs this, but what did you say on that? It was funny. I mean, I said, where's the foul? And she told me you cannot yell to my face. And she was on one side. I was on, on completely other side. But uh, that's what it is. It's bad call. I don't think that that I deserve the text. Same, same as uh, Rudy. But uh, that's what it is. I mean, there's not much to say. How nice is it to have Rudy back? I mean, it's great. It's just, just his presence in uh, in the pain. We all know how how good he is. How how important he is for for this team, both offensively and defensively. Offensively, rolling to the basket, grabbing those. Offensive boards and then and and then putbacks. It's I mean we all know how how big how big he is for for us. Do you think he got better over the last like five games during that winning streak because he wasn't playing? I mean we had both both Hassan and Doak doing doing great job, especially Doak his his energy and 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 his presence as well in a in a pain was was big for us, but. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we are we are improving as a as a team. We are playing better. Our defense is is, is kind of kind of more more solid, especially right now getting getting Rudy back. But uh, yeah, I think that we are we are going in right right direction. Do you ever? I mean, you say like we all know what Rudy can do. Is it like he makes it look very easy? But what he does, I would assume, is very difficult. I mean, sometimes the the way he play, you cannot see, you cannot see when you when you grab a stat sheet and you cannot see the how how big impact he have on 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 all of us. His presence in a in a pain, even even Dennis Schroeder got a couple couple layups that he was trying to pass outside because he saw him over there in a, in the middle of the pain. So you cannot see you cannot see that on a on a stat. So. So just those small things and that he's doing, it's just just unbelievable. Speaking of small things, Mike said this morning he feels like the team in general is doing a lot more of those during these happy games and what has been taking place before. What are what are some of the things that stand out to you that the team is doing now? And we are we are just more more aggressive, both defensively than offensively. We got those two two point guards that they are creating for all of us. They are moving the ball. Donovan was close to, to triple double the other game tonight as well. Then Mike had a had a ten ten assists. So we in uh, but every, everything started with our defense. If we are good defensively, then we are we are one of the best teams in in, in transition in, in in NBA. So so our defense is getting is getting better, and that's that's what is lifting us. There you go. That's uh, Boyan Bogdanovich, who uh, Boyan was very good tonight. 22 points, 8 of 14, shooting 4 of 7 from 3, 5 boards, a couple of assists, did get a technical foul, and uh, didn't think he deserved it. <laughs> did not. He's like, you know, he's waiting in the holding tank at the jail. What'd you do? I didn't do anything, man. They got the wrong guy. <laughs> what they, he, they got he, me mistaken for somebody else. He he admitted that he he yelled, where's the foul? Right. Said she was across the court. She said, don't yell in my face. All right. And so it it goes back to what we were talking about before, Boyan. She was grumpy. She was grumpy. She had a bit she of a short fuse. She had a bit fuse. of a short fuse tonight. Yeah, she did. 
And it's amazing that Rudy got thrown out in his first game back 22 minutes in. Um, but, you know, it didn't seem to matter in this one. As the Jazz roll to uh, a fairly easy victory, 135 to 101 over the Houston Rockets. And Donovan Mitchell had 30 points tonight. Rudy had 14 and 7 in his return. He also added uh, a block shot. You mentioned Jordan Clarkson in his plus 25 coming back. He also uh, he had 16 points, 5 of 10, shooting 3 of 5. Uh, from three. And how about Jordan with three assists uh, on the night and a number that uh, you've pointed out uh, off the air a couple of times. I think you did on the air too. 34 assists on 49 made field goals for the jazz. It's the ball movement has been so much better. You heard coach Snyder talk about uh, Donovan in particular, making good decisions. Yeah. And then, you know, all those things you mentioned and you point to the fact that the jazz offensive rebound, the ball great tonight at 13 of those, uh, there just wasn't a, a lot of of holes in the Jazz game tonight. It's really um, what we've been hoping to see with everybody back in the lineup. And the Jazz tonight, I think everybody held up their end of the bargain. Um, you know, all the way Daniel House was great tonight, made a couple threes. And you can see him being a really valuable asset out in the open floor and his length defensively. So I think a lot to be excited about. Yeah, I think the Jazz, you know, just uh, kind of reading the tea leaves, uh, picking up on the vibe, they're pretty excited that uh, they got a chance to to include him for the remainder of the season and think that he can make an impact. And I'll tell you what, listening, well, we've heard a few of his interviews as, uh, during his 10 days and such, but uh, hearing his walk-off interview tonight with Locke, you can tell why they like him. He's uh, he's obviously got a real positive attitude, likes what the Jazz are doing, and uh, is excited to be a part of the team. And you get guys like that, too, that still have a lot left, but just didn't, you know, whatever happened, his chance kind of um, disintegrated. The fact that he's been able to get a second chance and come back with an organization, like he said, that it's a perfect fit for him, you know, play basketball and see basketball the same way. Um, And then he has some strengths that, you know, his length and his ability to keep guys in front. I mean, it's a huge asset to this Jazz team. Uh, If he can make those open threes, you know, he did it in the playoffs against the Jazz and against a lot of teams for years. So it would be great to, to see those bows and arrows flying for the Utah Jazz. Well, I've got to imagine he had some other opportunity uh, as well, and you can tell that he wants to be here. He talked to – in fact, I, I'm trying to remember the exact verbiage he used, but you know, he said, this is why I wanted to be here or I picked here. So that makes, makes some sense that uh, a player like that could see a natural role for himself. And I do think, you know, I know everybody, Alexander Walker – He's a he's a hokey. I'm cheering for him, but I think Daniel House might get the first kind of bite at the apple for that role. No, I totally do too, and, and I think that's, um, you know, I think that that is, you know, for all those reasons we talked, experience, I guess, more than anything, uh, and then the the intangibles of being able to to contribute, make shots, but also understand your role. And you know, I think he's done a great job in a short period of time jumping into that situation. He did mention early in an interview how impressed he was with Quinn yeah. and how, you know, Quinn could walk around as a head coach and be like, Hey, I don't got time, but no, he, he took an interest in him. And I think that made a huge impact. And you hear that a lot. I mean, coach Snyder does that, does a great job at making and maintaining those relationships with the guys. And I think, you know, that, that way he can really push them. You know, he's got a good relationship, understands that they understand he's in the, the foxhole with them and he can push. Good to the Chick-fil-A foul shot review of the game. Download a whole new way to Chick-fil-A, earn rewards with the Chick-fil-A one app. Tonight, the Jazz from the line were 19 of 22, 86.4%. How about this? Um, the Rockets also made 19 foul shots, but they took 28. 
Rockets go to the line a bunch. They don't make a bunch. And and I love, like, that's another thing I look at as a coach, another thing that you can see that focus is good. Guys step up to the free throw line 22 times, and you walk away making 19. So, again, just little signs across. But that's that's a team that's that's plugged in, connected, and out there focused on on the job at hand. Donovan tonight, 7 of 8 from the line. You've got to like that number, 8 attempts for him. Yep, it's, you know, he, he needs to get there as often as he can because he's got that skill set and, and the the real strength to his his upper body to be able to kind of absorb blows but also deliver them at the same time. He does a great job of getting to the line, and that's a great thing offensively for this team. Yep, absolutely. Something he has worked on uh, in particular for a little while now, so uh, extremely effective going to the line tonight. I also thought uh, Jordan Clarkson was uh, was aggressive. He was three for three from the line but had that nice and one and, uh, you know, the more they can force that issue, the better, obviously. All right, let's go back down to the media room. Time to hear from Rudy Gobert. Recording I mean, in I progress. Just think both of them could, could have been non-technical fouls. I mean, I didn't feel like I disrespected any official. I didn't feel like uh, I did any non-basketball play out there. So uh, it's tough to get, like, when you get one edgy technical, but when you get two, you got to get, get ejected of the game. It's tough, but I was hitting my target million anyway, so I was going to come out come out the game regardless. How did you, how did you feel out there tonight? Uh, I felt great. I felt great. Uh, you know, I was really getting really antsy to, to get back on the floor, so I'm really happy to be back. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to be able to be on the court. Are you thinking about the cap? Are you worried about it? Or uh, I'm not thinking about it. I'm still, you know, uh, yeah, I'm still aware of it, obviously, but I feel strong. I feel great. Uh, and, you know, even when I even when I, when I I was feeling it, it didn't get any worse. And there wasn't any, you know, I did some pretty explosive movement without thinking about it and didn't have any, any extra pain or anything. So it's a great sign. And I'm feeling great right now. I mean, uh, our energy is different. You know, I feel like we, something happened within our team. Uh, you know, I think that little slam that we had, you know, that little bad stretch that we had really uh, uh, sparked something within our, our, our group. And, you know, I feel like we, yeah, we, we're really playing like a, like a team that's trying to accomplish something uh, and, you know, regardless of who we play, we have the same mindset that, you know, we're gonna we're gonna play harder than them and we're gonna play together and we're gonna we're gonna compete defensively first. In addition to just like the traditional energy, Mike was saying before you felt like you're seeing guys do like more little things that they haven't been there anything along the line that Yeah, I mean that's far been you know, I, I was excited to see that, you know, happening within our team. Uh, especially when, uh, when I was hurt and I couldn't wait to get back on the floor, you know, and, and be part of that. And, you know, I try to do as much as I could to communicate when I was hurt. And, yeah, you know, I, I just missed, uh, missed being, being back out there competing. And uh, it's good to be back. We, we haven't gotten to talk to you, obviously, while you were gone. Uh, and we've seen a lot of different stuff on Joe during that time. What did you see while you were out? I mean, it's just getting better every every night. You know, and I, I try to, I try to coach him a little bit. I try to, uh, you know, just teach him the little things that I think can make him better. Uh, and 
you know, it's been it's been great. He's been playing hard. He's been, you know, it's it's fun. It's been fun to watch. You know, him and uh, and also Hassan getting back in, in great shape. And you know, they've been they've been really helping the team in a, in, a, in a big way. So I'm you know really excited to be back, but also you know keep growing as a team. I mean, it's once again, it's been hard. You know, it's competing. Uh, you can say that is is uh, he enjoys that. You know, he enjoys being physical. He enjoys uh, making plays defensively. And uh, you know, it's it's once again, I, I love it. I love it. I think you know, I think it's contagious. And when you have guys like Trent, like him, uh, yeah. I mean, you see Donovan diving on the floor. You see Mike. Uh, having hands everywhere, you know, and, you know, it's just contagious and it's be really becoming who we are as a team, and, you know, and in, in nights when we don't make shots, we're going to win games because we, we play harder than the other team and, you know, and we share the ball and that's, you know, there's a lot of times when we could, you know, the ball gets, gets inside and we could, we could finish, we can, we can shoot the ball, but we, we pass it out and, and vice versa, you know, and it's just, uh, it's just contagious and it's, uh, yeah, it's fun to be a part of a team that, you know, uh, plays that way. I mean, it's, uh, yeah, it was was a cool moment. You know, obviously something, uh, yeah, it's something that's uh, really, really awful that happened to the family. So I think, you know, for me and for the Jazz organization, you know, to just... Uh, Showing that support, I think it's it's uh I think it's huge, you know, and uh, whatever we can do uh, to help them, you know, deal with that, uh, with something that, you know, it's not supposed to happen. Uh, you know, we we're gonna do our best to to support them. There you go, Rudy Gobert in his uh, return tonight. Rudy, fourteen point seven boards, couple of assists. He had a block shot as well. Uh, Interesting what he said there about his teammates in defense, it being contagious, and Rudy Rudy sounds pleased. He's kind of liking it. <laughs> yeah. He's kind of like, yeah, this is this is what I envision. Um, but, no, it, it's definitely, we talked about it in pregame, it's taking an uptick. I think everybody's definitely on high alert and um, seeing definite improvement in so many things. But, um, yeah, Rudy's got to be pleased. It's just different than the sentiment. Sentiment, not sediment. That would be something else entirely. Be- sentiment. Uh, that we've heard from Rudy in previous post games, where he has been um, noticeably frustrated with uh, the defense that the team was playing, and you know it, it's good to hear Rudy call it out when it's a different vibe. And it, I, I think it is contagious for this team, and maybe some players getting some new opportunities. I mean, you heard him talk about Dope, but you know I'm thinking about guys like uh, like Daniel House and Trent Forrest that are getting out there and really playing hard on both sides of the ball, probably uh, brings a smile to Rudy's face. Well, I think those guys, you know, Forrest Pascal in particular, Whiteside, you know, they're bringing real positive uh, energy off the bench. They're bringing really good enthusiasm. You see Whiteside out there smiling a ton, having a good time, blocking shots, getting up and down the floor. Uh, Those things are huge, and and they really do help that whole cause. So, yeah, Rudy, from where this team was, you know, um, just a couple weeks ago and – and where they are now, it's why we talk about it all the time. It's a body of work. It's a season. There's going to be a lot, a lot of up and down. Uh, you just have to stay the course. Post game brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru in the My Subaru Is campaign. It features real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse and each has a unique story to share. Read some and share your own. 
MySubaruIs.com. Coming up next, more sound from the locker room. Jazz Game Night Post Game Show 135 to 101 is your final right here on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz game night, post-game show. Jake Scott, Coach Tim Lacombe. Post-game is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, featuring the My Subaru Is campaign, real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your Subaru story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share MarkMillerSubaru.com. Your final tonight, the Jazz beat the Rockets 135, excuse me, to 101. We also want to remind you about the Utah Jazz Most Valuable, edu- valuable Educators Program presented by Instructure, makers of Canvas. Throughout the season, the Utah Jazz and Instructure will recognize 21 MVEs. Each one will receive a visit from Jazz Bear, $1,000 grant, a personalized jersey, and tickets to see a jazz game in a suite. Go to nba.com slash jazz slash MVE to nominate your favorite educator now. In fact, we had an MVE night here at the arena tonight. They're always fun. Nothing like a great educator. You know, I had, I mean, I'm, it may not sound like it, but I had several that were very influential. <laughs> a couple that made yeah, I mean, that... it didn't, it didn't stick too, too good, any of that stuff, but they taught me, but I, I knew they carried, carried, and that's a huge piece of it. Love the idea of uh, honoring teachers and giving them a the little best. something special. It's I pretty, wish we, we could do more, but it is definitely cool. Pretty darn cool. You're right about that. Uh, Jazz win tonight. Uh, they win big over the Rockets. 135 to 101. And uh, coach, it doesn't seem like we've focused much lately on the three point shooting of this jazz basketball team. Certainly not that it's been poor, but it just hasn't been a focal point tonight. The jazz were 18 of 40, 45% from three. You like that attempt number at 40. I mean, of course we've, we've even seen it higher at times, but seems like the, the looks from three that this jazz team are, are getting are, are very good. Yeah, I agree. Um, I just looking at the breakdown, they got, Seven, they were they had they were seven for sixteen from the corner, and then above the break they were eleven for twenty four. So they shot the ball well tonight. I, I think the the three you know was something we followed a ton last year, but I think it's become more now. Just the Jazz do a good job of taking what the defense gives, and on a night like tonight when everybody's supremely unselfish, the ball moves. You know they got great shots, and uh, whether they be threes or the, you know we talked about points in the paint. They did a great job of just finding the open spot on the floor and, and making the right play. They went 18 and 40 on a night where Mike Conley went 0 for 6. And and Conley usually, if not, we would have to double check uh, their most efficient three-point shooter. He's pretty darn close. So uh, that's a, a good sign for the rest of the club. All right, let's go down to the media room. Donovan Mitchell addressing the media. Then got jumped Recording in, in progress. I know how that works. Tomorrow is just unreal. Sorry, I'm watching the highlights. Let's go. Let's go ahead. You got a lot of market here. Hmm? You got a lot of market here. Yeah, I, that's one of my like favorite brands. You really? know, it, it is Chinatown Market, um, and it's it's it's. I've had a bunch of stuff, and now you know my stylist. Shout out to Ashley. She's, you know, she's out there getting some more stuff. She's hooking me up, so I'm gonna start rocking it. Got it. Never mind. Uh, you went to the junior high or high school game the other day. Yeah. What was that like? And so, that so my actually, I went to see one of our coaches' sons. I've been telling him for like three years, I'm like, man, we can watch you play. And I never, the first year I told him we had COVID, the, the first real thing of COVID. And then the second season, we couldn't really leave or do anything. So this year with us being able to do more, I've tried to make sure I'm able to go do th- different things. And, you know, um, 
Coach Wellesley, his son uh, Trent, <clears throat> going to watch him play, and it's crazy. I've seen him grow, like to be to to be in the eighth grade now, and he's 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 getting better. Just being able to be at the game, I think, was cool, and you know, just being in that environment, and obviously, it got uh, traction on on social media and all that. But like that's that's what it's about for me, you know, uh, just being able to to just use my platform and just be. A, I don't really need to see anybody or do, say anything. Just kind of just be in there and just showing support. You know, I think that makes you know kids' days, weeks, months, years, lives. You know, so. Just trying to have fun with that, and we also watching basketball, you know. And I'm, I'm watching his game and trying to tell him how ways to get better. I've been doing that since I've known him, um, and you know, it, it, it was great. Wow! So believe it or not, um, I used to. Um, I know uh, I knew one of the equipment former equipment guys for the uh, for the New York Knicks growing up, and Eddie Curry. So I had big feet, and it was tough for my mom to <laughs> to uh, find some shoes. So. Uh, we had a we had a hookup when I was younger, and he was able to give me like, because I, I understand why he had plethora and so many shoes because I go through the same thing, and he had boxes upon boxes. So, like instead of my mom going out buying stuff, I was wearing Eddie Curry shoes at like age I don't know 13, 13 14. So um, he was probably the first person to really like look out and help me out. I've met others. David Lee um, was probably one of the one of the first people, but um, I, I, it was funny. I've never really told that story that like. I used to wear Eddie Curry shoes at school. So, like, I'd wear full-on khakis and, like, a jacket and then, like, some basketball shoes. <laughs> um, big as hell, too. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I was, I'm was i forever grateful for that. When you go to, like, that middle school, how long does it take for, like, the crowd to, like... Uh, it varies, you know. So, like, that last one, it was... It's funny because no one expects me to be in random place, especially when I don't announce. When I announce it, it's a different story. I expect, okay, it's going to take time here. So, I kind of just snuck in there and, and sat... You know, and then the first one happens, the first picture and the second one, and then word of mouth happens. And then once the game is over, it's 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 pretty packed. But you know, it's that's 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 it's cool, man. Like, you know, being able to 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 like I said, kids that maybe won't have access to a game or won't have access to myself or guys on the team, like being able to just be like like I'm here watching y'all play, watching y'all hoop and you know, just being able to just show my support. But it, it really depends. You know, sometimes I just pop up just to pop up, hoodie on and just walk in there and just, you know, some kids will say hi, but usually I'm typically watching somebody that I know in the community or I've heard that can can play. You know, last year, I think his name was, what was his name? Uh, goes to BYU, da Dallin Hall, I want to say his name is. Uh, like, I, I could be wrong, but I wanted to watch him play because I heard he was like, really good. And I'm trying to catch a girls game next. Um, I haven't been to a girls game since I've been here, so that's next on my list. And there's a school out here that's pretty talented. I, for I forgot the name of the school, so um, I'm going to go watch them. And, it's just, it's fun. Can you talk about the uh, jump backcourt of the, of the Houston Rockets? Mm -hmm. What advice would you offer them if they go through the Yeah, I, I talked to, to both Kevin and, and uh, Jalen. I've known Kevin a little bit longer than Jalen. Um, I think the biggest thing is, you know, I've never been on a team that, that's lost as much, but I, I always say to them, I say, you know, don't build losing habits. You know, and obviously that comes from the coaches as well. But, you know, there are times where, you know, it, it can it can be like, all right, here we go again. You know, like because when you have a, a rough record, so, you know, continue to find a way to stay engaged, find your purpose, find motivation to keep working on stuff, you know, watch and film, uh, find a way to get better because, you know, those two are extremely talented. You know, and, and as they get better, like the 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 team will get will get better and they got some good pieces and they got a great coach over there in Silas and, you know, they they, they can go get it. You know, now it's a matter of finding ways to form winning habits, you know, and that's tough to learn at a young age when you're not necessarily winning, 
you don't know where that comes from. So being able to pick the brains of vets that go through there, like short has been on the team with, you know, with Kyle Corr, Al Horford, you know, Eric Gordon's been on the team my first two years where they beat us, James Harden, Chris Paul, Russell Westbrook, like being able to ask those guys, you know, what they saw and how they can get better because, you know, and just like that, they'll be right back to where, where they were a few years ago. So those two kids are really talented, man. And, you know, it's, it's, it's always a pleasure playing against them because they go get it. Uh, I, I, like I said, man, it's just compet- our competitiveness, our relentlessness, you know, finding ways, you know, we were up 25 at half. Um, I gave up an offense rebound or Rudy grabbed it, thankfully, but you know, I can't always depend on that. I got to be able to get a hit, you know, um, EP spreading back um, and getting a deflection, the ball out of bounds. Like it doesn't matter what the score is. we got to find ways to continue to execute, continue to do things on the defensive end. Um, I got mad at, at uh, Boyan's turnover late to JC, like, just because it's like, no, like, you know, stay sharp. You know, I had a bad pass to Rudy on the top left. We got to stay sharp. That's 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 how you build those winning habits. And I can't say those were there earlier on in the year, and I think we're all holding each other accountable. We're all communicating each other to each other with that, and I think that's what's allowing us to take that step. And, um, you know, we got another one. Uh, we got one more before the break, and we can't go to the break and think we got to figure it out. You know, we got to continue to stay – you know, locked in and stay locked in with our principles on both ends of the floor. What have you seen out of Daniel House? Um, he's he's a guy that you know, for most of my career, I played against. We knew what he was. He's a solid, really good defender, uh, a shooter, guy with energy. You know, and, and just he knows how to play the game. He knows where to be. He he knows his role. He tries to be a star in it. You know, he he texted me the other day. You know. I won't share exactly what he said, but it was still along the lines of like, I'm ready to go. Like, this is our, this is our chance. You know, when you have a guy like that, you know, that, that playing with that desperation, you know, you, if you feed off of that, and I think we've all kind of developed that as a group. And, you know, he's a guy that, you know, has been on teams that have been to the conference finals, um, been on teams where they should have won and lost. So like, he understands you know, what it's like in that, in those situations. So um, to have a guy like that on our team is, is great, you know, and he's a guy that brings, brings it every night, no matter what. And he's played with like a dislocated finger and he's out here doing all that. Um, so it's, it's, it's been great. We were talking before you came in about the size of your feet and the size of other guys' feet. Is it, is it true? Like, I have, a, I have a few questions here. You were 17? No, no, no. I used to. I realized that was a little too, too much. Uh, it's complicated to explain now that I have my own shoe. So it's like I wear a 15 base, yeah. 16 width, if that makes sense. So like there's kind of two and one, so 15, 16. Do you have any idea how big Quinn's feet are? <laughs> I have no idea. Seems like he just has weirdly big feet for a guy with really? his height. I don't know. I just remember, I look <laughs> I at never, his shoes a lot. I've never, I've never looked. Now I'm probably going to start looking a bunch now just because you said that. Do you know of anyone else on the team that's like has surprised me? Like you're like, oh whoa! I tell Eric he has small feet. Uh, <laughs> I tell Eric that all the time. I'm like, damn, bro! Like, you know, we should be switching. Like, he's he's six six seven. I'm six three. I mean, he got size like thirteen. Um, I don't know. I think I think like everybody's size feet. I think it, it matches. I think I think EP is probably the one I can I get on know about it having the small feet. When you were getting Eddie Curry's shoes, like. What age was that, and what size were those? Those were so every year from eleven to about fifteen, my age matched my shoe size. So when I first got Eddie's shoes, I want to say they were 
14, yeah. maybe. So around that age, that's why I said 13, 14, around that time. And, you know, I was pre-high school, I want to say like right before high school, like getting into high school and, you know, at, at prep school and boarding school, you wear the whole, the whole khakis and all that. So you're supposed to wear like dress shoes and I'm out here wearing bright, <laughs> bright ass orange, blue, uh, Kobe's and <laughs> all that other stuff, but you know that's that's what we, we, it was great because they were free. You know, yeah. at that time they were free, and you know we weren't complaining. So, so my mom was calling. Uh, shout out to my mom; she stays up late too, and she's she's half asleep probably. But um, no, that that um, so yeah, those those about I would say fourteen, maybe fourteen, fifteen. And I I used to have when I say boxes, like and I understand. I was like, why does he give away so many? She like get it now because I have too many. To count, I just give them away because I don't have space. Uh, I used to, I used to, but thankfully they understood my situation and understood that you know I wasn't able to necessarily get you know the top level stuff, and it was like you know I kind of got some slack, you know, cut me some slack because we play on the team, the basketball team, you know, and I, I always give them a, give them credit for that, but. You know, it's like by any means necessary. That was my, that was my for my mom. She did everything she could for us, and you know, to have that connection, I think, is you know, was, was pretty special for me. Um, just because I thought I was the coolest kid around, and it turns out my swag was just terrible. But <laughs> it is what it is. And like I said, you you go out there, you don't know you don't know nothing. I'm out there just happy as happy as hell, and um, I'm just thankful. But I used to at the at first, and now they they kind of let me go. Thank you, guys. All right, there you go. That's Donovan Mitchell in his post-game comments. Donovan was very good tonight. 30 points, 7 assists, 6 rebounds, although we got a lot of info about his shoes. Apparently he got shoes when he was in junior high from Eddie Curry and David Lee from a Knicks equipment guy. Which is cool. That's a cool story, right? It is a cool story. What size shoe do you wear? Uh, Not that. Okay. I don't know. I just thought I'd continue the different theme. different size in the width than the length there for Donovan. Didn't know that either. Yeah, interesting. Um, but you know, you know, he's a good. He, he's such a good guy. I mean, the the part obviously you heard about if you watch social media, he did a great job of, of showing up at an AAU event. Um, took so much time with kids, and you know, I've been around when he walks into a gym. I did a high school state tournament a couple of years ago where I was doing the sideline. And he walked in, and the whole place was a buzz. And he he just came to watch, and he came to spend some time in the community. And I think that's really cool stuff. That is cool. All right, your final one thirty-five to one hundred one, and the Jazz beat the Houston Rockets. Post game is brought to you by our friends at Mark Miller Subaru and the My Subaru Is campaign. Subaru owners are diverse, and each has a unique story to share. Read some and share your own at mysubaruis.com. Coming up next. Get to some stat nuggets from our guy Tyson Ewing. We'll also get Coach Lacombe's final thoughts on this one straight ahead right here on the Jazz Radio Network. Donovan brings it back up top. They're switching everything. So now Donovan drives, steps back, tough three. Oh, put a heart on it! Be mine, Donovan! 118-95. Don's got 25, five threes. That's our guy Locke with a special Valentine's Day play of the game. And it's brought to you by Larry H. Miller dealerships for service sales and selection. LHMauto.com. I don't know if Donovan would agree to be David's Valentine. Maybe. Maybe they've got that kind of relationship. He'll give him an interview, but I don't know about the Valentine thing seems excessive. 
Jazz win tonight, 135 to 101 over the Rockets. Jake Scott, coach Tim Lacombe with you. Uh, Post game is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, featuring the My Subaru Is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your Subaru story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share at markmillersubaru.com. Uh, of course, our friend Tyson Ewing does stats for the television broadcast, and he's nice enough to share them with us after uh, the game. You can follow Tyson on Twitter at tyewing 2 uh, let's get to a few of these. Here you go. Utah led by double digits for 42 minutes and eight seconds of the game tonight. Wow. All right. Rudy's first half. Rudy on the floor in nine minutes. Houston shot just two of 12. That's 17% and had five turnovers. Utah was plus 23 in those minutes. Rudy off the floor in 15 minutes. Houston shot 19 of 29, 66%, and Utah was just plus two in those minutes. So Rudy remains important. However, should we look at his numbers in the second half? Yes. Rudy uh, off the floor in the second half. Houston was 3 of 17, 18%, and had four turnovers. Utah was plus 12. So remembered how to play that tough D without Rudy. I like it. I mean, there's some growth in that little tough spot. We talk about that all the time. Adversity can bring that out, and that's certainly what happened with this club. This was only the third time in Mike Conley's career with two or fewer points and 10 or more assists. And the one shot he made was a lob. Accidentally made it. It was awesome. <laughs> and it kind of went straight into, it wasn't even that lobby. And he didn't, he hide, he didn't try in. to hide it. He was running down the floor like I didn't even, that was a pass. I don't think he could have hit it, to be honest with you. And uh, let's uh, let's wrap up with this one. Uh, this was Donovan's 24th career, 30-plus point five plus assist five plus rebound game it's the fourth uh this season and the second time in the last week and donovan has been great since his return from a concussion absolutely been terrific uh, that's you took the words out of my mouth i was gonna say that very Pardon thing me. since Sorry coming that. no but since coming back he he has just been phenomenal and you know he made the comment there and i think he's taken it to heart you know they're earlier in the year you know, they, they weren't as focused or locked in. I think everybody understands that and watching the way the team's playing now. But it, it's hard to sustain that entire year. And I think the lesson was definitely learned. It was fun to see him fly around tonight. You know, really enjoy um, the defensive side as much as the offensive side. 30 points for Donovan tonight, seven assists and uh, six rebounds. Fantastic game. Bogdanovich finished with 22 uh, Clarkson was 16 off the bench, plus 25 in the plus minus tonight. Seven Jazz players in double figures. Rudy had 14, 7, and 2. And one block shot, excuse me, in his 22 minutes uh, returning from that strained calf. And uh, Rudy looking forward to playing an all-star in the all-star game. He mentioned that in the, in the post game. It means a lot to Rudy uh, to play and to be named, not only to be named, but to play as well. I thought his, my favorite, his comment my favorite thing he said in that in that post game was that uh, he was coming up on his minute restriction anyway, so he's he's coming yeah, out getting thrown out. I was yeah, coming exactly. out of the he game. Was coming out anyway. <laughs> that is good. Uh, okay, Coach Lacombe, let's get some final thoughts from you on this one before we turn the page. Well, again, you know, add another piece, a very large piece, a centerpiece to the puzzle, and um, you know, the Jazz don't don't miss a beat. I, I thought that they were definitely on point. You know, at times tonight, definitely cruised. And uh, that's the part that Quinn Snyder talked about. You know, we got to get better where we don't necessarily cruise. But I think overall, I thought the Jazz were um, 
they played connected. They played as a unit. They played inspired. You know, they, they had some fun out there. And that and that's a winning recipe. So, um, yeah, it's fun to see them all back out there on the floor. Now we just need Rudy Gay, and we'll have the whole crew. Yeah, and you know what? They looked like they enjoyed playing together. Yeah. Like, you know, and then we that's what we've said over this last little stretch. You know, you, you actually said that first game back, Donovan really played with a lot of joy. Um, things are going well. You always ask me, what's going well for the Jazz out there? I should start saying they're smiling a lot because I think the more fun this team has and the less they focus on kind of the pressure of all of it, you know, they, they just play on instinct. Well, they won tonight. They won in grand fashion. They beat the Rockets 135 to 101. We want to say a big thanks to everybody who participated in the broadcast tonight. Of course, David Locke and Ron Boone bringing you all the action. Thanks to the broadcast assistants tonight. Thanks to Jeff Carroll, executive producer of Jazz Game Night. Thanks to Mark Miller, Subaru, title sponsor of the postgame show and the My Subaru Is campaign. Uh, features real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse and each has a unique story to share. Read some and share your own at mysubaruis.com. And, of course, Coach Lacombe, thank you, thank you, buddy. Fun again tonight. Yeah, and you, um, you know, we're going to miss you on Wednesday. Yeah, Hans is going to fill in for me on Wednesday. Big thanks to him uh, for doing it. Uh, I'm getting started just a little bit early on the All-Star break. So, like, in the Olympics, you'd, you'd just right before the gun, you'd hit the – nobody <laughs> would catch you. No, yeah, right. Have a blast, man. I'm excited to we, – we've got a little break coming up. Lakers on Wednesday night, though, before, uh, before the All-Star break. Indeed, that game will tip off at 8 o'clock. Pre-game coverage will begin at 7. Your final tonight from Vivint Arena, Jazz win 135-101. to And, of course, you heard it all right here on the Jazz Radio Network.